Hey, this is Pastor James, and welcome to Quick Truth. Uh, Quick Truth is a podcast where we look at a truth from Scripture in 15 minutes or less. Uh, over the past couple of weeks, we've been in a, a kind of a series on Quick Truth, uh, walking through the armor of God. Um, and so this week, we're actually going to look at the next piece of the armor and kind of examine it this week, and it is the breastplate of righteousness. So this comes out of uh, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 14. We looked at last week, it says, fasten on the belt of truth. And then the next uh, piece of armor, he says, uh, Paul tells us, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. So kind of just a little background on on the the, the equipment of a breastplate um, and what that would have been. Is it, it probably mostly was made of like a chain mail or it could have been like a solid piece of metal um, that would protect your upper body. Uh, but basically the intention of a breastplate in w- with regards to like a warrior or s- armor for battle was it was to protect your vital organs during during a battle. So just think of it this way. It's like, I mean, think of it in this area as like where your heart would be, your lungs would be, your stomach, like very vital organs that we have. And so the important thing of the breastplate was it was to protect really the vital organs um, of a warrior of in battle to protect them. Um, and so I think we can see why, like, obviously this is a, a very important piece of, of armor. And so what Paul is, is telling us is just as a warrior going to battle uh, needs to have something to protect their vital organs, so too do us as fathers of Jesus need. And what he tells us is, is this is righteousness. And so what protects us is righteousness. And this is why he says now, this is why you need to put on the breastplate of righteousness. So uh, kind of my question, and then we'll kind of look at some practical things of what it really means to put on the breastplate of righteousness. But kind of my question, and we'll probably ask probably this question every time, is um, why is the breastplate of righteousness, this idea of righteousness, like why is it so important against standing against the enemy? Well, I think one of the reasons why uh, breastplate of righteousness is so important in standing against and, and really against the tax of the enemy in our life is because one of the tactics of the enemy is to attack your heart, to attack our heart. You may say, well, why is that? Why why would the enemy come against my heart, um, come against your heart? Um, I want to read this passage, Proverbs 4, 23. Um, it says, Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from, from it flows all the springs of life. And so here's the warning that it gives in Proverbs. is like, hey, we need to guard our hearts because out of it flows everything. And, and here's why we need to guard our hearts is because really whatever captures your heart will determine what you worship and what you love. So whatever captures our hearts, our, our affections, really will determine what you and I worship and love. And so this is why Jesus wants us to guard our heart, and this is why Jesus wants our action, I mean our heart, not our actions, is because the heart really determines, it determines our actions, it determines our life. And so you can see why this would be a target for the enemy in our life is to go after our hearts and to try to attack our hearts, whether that's attacking through uh, sin, uh, through tempting us into giving into sin to affect our hearts, or whether it's um, maybe with distractions or one of the things we looked at last week was lies. And so basically to, to, to use these things to attack our, our hearts. This is a passage out of uh, 2 Corinthians 11. It always convicts me um, that basically it says this. It says, But I'm afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your thoughts will be led astray from a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. That's pretty convicting. He says, look, here's one of the tactics of the enemy is to deter your your thoughts, your heart, and lead you astray from a simple and pure devotion to Christ. I had a youth minister growing up. 
she used to say this, if, if, if the enemy or if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. And so one of the things that, that the enemy does is wants to go against our hearts. He does not want our hearts and our desires to be set on Christ, uh, but really wants to, whether it's because of sin, whether it's because of, and this is why you see all throughout Scripture, the, the idea of idolatry, we're not to put anything really on the throne of our hearts outside of, of Christ. Like he, he is to be what sits on the throne of our hearts. Because really what, what sits on the throne of our heart, what, what has captured our hearts, our life, our devotion, is the thing that we'll worship and love and devote our life to. And so you can see why Paul is telling us here, like, you, you need something to guard your heart. You need something to guard you against the attacks that the enemy would have toward your heart and your life, uh, whether by sin, whether by distraction, whether by lies, that we need something to, to protect us. And so this is why he... Paul lays out says, well, you and I need to put on the bus plate of righteousness. And so here's kind of my question. Is I can I think kind of answer, I guess, a couple of different questions of like why, um, why righteousness? Why, why will righteousness protect our heart? And really the question of like, well, how do I how do I put on righteousness or how do I wear the bus the breastplate of righteousness? And so I want to give you a couple things. Um, and then we'll we'll kind of close with a couple of just questions to ponder kind of at the end. But but how do we pr- practically wear righteousness? Well, one is this: is we practically wear righteousness by trusting in Christ. Um, the, and this may not seem like super practical because usually when we talk about practical, it's like do something. But really, rather than the first way we wear righteousness is not by doing something, but rather by believing and trusting in something, and that is Christ. Um, because it, here's, I think, the brutal truth is that no matter how much we try or how much we do, you and I cannot be righteous. And this idea of righteous, what we mean by this is like we cannot attain right standing before God. Scripture is very clear of this. Romans 3.10 says this, As it is written, no one is righteous, no, not one. So here's the thing is that you and I cannot attain the righteousness of God. You and I, it doesn't matter how how many times we go to church, it doesn't matter how many you try to good deeds we try, like you and I cannot attain right standing before God. But the beautiful news of the gospel is that God, Jesus Christ, or God sent Jesus, and Jesus lived the life that you and I could not live. Like Jesus lived righteously. Like Jesus was right before God. He fully glorified God in every single way in ways that you and I fail. And the beautiful truth of the gospel is that anyone who places their trust, their faith in Christ and what he has done will be given his righteousness. Now, let me read a couple of passages so that you see this coming out of Scripture. Um, one is 2 Corinthians five twenty one, and it says, "...for our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin." so that in him we could become the righteousness of God. Now, that's a pretty big truth. Like, for our sake, God made Christ him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in Christ we could become the righteousness of God. So, so I mean, I think, I mean, that what a beautiful truth that you and I can achieve right standing before God, not because of our achievement or what we've done, because of what Christ has done for us. Another one, Philippians 3 uh, seven through nine says this: For whatever gain I had, I counted as um, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For His sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish, in order that I may gain Christ. And listen to what He says in verse nine: 
and to be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. And so, I mean, he lays it out very clearly. I have righteousness, but it's not because of my own doing. It's not because I've earned this. It's because of what Christ has done for me. And by trusting in him, placing my faith in Christ, I've now been given God's righteousness. I'm now, I'm now in right standing before God, not because of my efforts, but because of Jesus. And so practically, how you and I put on the breastplate of righteousness is first is by trusting in Christ. Whether and if you're listening, if you've never trusted in Christ, it means just to put your faith, hope, and trust into Christ and what He's done. But also, practically, I think it's this: is to to remind ourselves of how we can protect our hearts um, by by righteousness is by to remind ourselves of the gospel or to preach the gospel to ourselves every day. Um, because I think one of the things, if we're going to guard our heart, like we need to be constantly reminded that when God looks at us, He sees Christ. So when Satan attacks our hearts, when he attacks our identities, when he brings up our failures, our past, one of the ways that we protect ourselves is to constantly remind ourselves of the truth of the gospel, that the only reason that I've been made right with God and that I am right before God is only because of Jesus and Jesus alone. It's nothing I've done. I haven't earned it. It's not anything with me. It's everything with Christ. And so one of the ways we protect against the tactics of the enemy is to be reminded of the gospel in our life what has given us righteousness is not our own doing. It's by Christ and what he's done. So that's one of the practical ways we can put on the breast is trust Christ, preach the gospel to ourselves. Secondly, is the way we can do this, is secondly, is to do what is right. So there's two dimensions of righteousness. There's kind of a vertical component of righteousness and a horizontal component. Here's what I mean by that. Is there's this vertical idea of righteousness, meaning like our right standing before God. So this vertical component of like the way that God sees us. We are now made because of Jesus in right standing before God. But there's also this horizontal component, meaning that because vertically I've been made right with God through Christ, now horizontally I can now practically walk in what is right. Like, I can practically do what is right. I can do what is pleasing before God because I've been vertically made right with God. And so the second component of how do we wear the righteousness, the breastplate of righteousness, is practically walking in what God has said is right. So do what pleases Him for us to flee from sin, to do what is right. And so there's several kind of ways that we we do this, um, and I'll kind of give you a list of a couple different things of how we can practically do what is right. One of these ways, and it kind of goes back to the first one, but to continually trust and be with Jesus. Um, this is Romans 13, verse 12 through 14. It says, The night is uh, far gone, the day is at hand, so then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies or drunkenness, not in sexual morality or sensuality, not in quarreling or jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provisions for the flesh to gratify its desire. So he says this, look like we need armor, like we need stuff to protect us against sinful things, uh, to, to walk in sinful, to walk in our own desires, and how we do that is by the same idea of like, the breastplate, like we put on Christ, and so it's trusting Christ, it's being with Christ. The more we're with Christ, the more we're able to not walk in our flesh or to walk in what is wrong, to walk in our own desires, but to walk in what is right. So practically, of of how we do what's right is we we're with we're with Him. Secondly, um, is to walk in what is right, and so it's like not only being with Jesus, but actually like 
by the power he gives us is to choose to do what's right. I'll read this passage uh, real briefly. It's Proverbs 4. And it talks about, like, like, I've led you down the paths of uprightness. And it says, when you walk, uh, you're in righteousness, your steps won't be hampered. And if you run, you will not stumble. Hold on to instruction. Do not let go. Guard it, for she is your life. Don't enter the path of, of wicked. Don't walk in the way of evil. Avoid it. Don't go on it. Turn away from it. Uh, and pass on. He says, you cannot sleep unless they have gone and done what is wrong. They have robbed of sleep unless they have made you stumble, for they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the, the wine of violence. But the path of righteousness is like the light of the dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. The way of the wicked is like deep darkness, and they do not know over what they stumble. And so here's the point that he's saying. is like, look, when you walk in what is right, it's like light. It, it, it guides your path. And, and when we walk in not only Jesus' righteousness, but doing what he says is right, is that it provides us all. He says, like, you won't have sleepless nights. Like, like you won't be constantly worried about, like, am I going to get caught? Am I going to do this? And so walking in righteousness helps protect us. Integrity helps to guard us. But he says, hey, look, if you walk in what is evil, you're going to stumble. It's going to cause you to stumble. And so one of the ways that we can protect ourselves, protect our hearts, is, is to do and to walk, not by our own power, but the power that God has given us through his Holy Spirit, to walk in what is right. And so hopefully I think you can see why why righteousness is so important. So here's kind of how I'll, I'll end uh, our time on quick truth. Is basically I just want to give you two questions just to kind of think about, to ponder on, and then, uh, and then we'll be done. Um, first question that I think we need to ponder on is this idea of the breastplate of righteousness, walking what is right, is number one, are you trusting in Christ for your righteousness or are you trusting your own works or trusting yourself? And so think about, it, like, are you trusting in Christ and His righteousness or your own? And number two is, what are areas of your life that you are not walking in what is right? So what are areas that could be deadly points or could be areas that would cause you to stumble? And what are areas maybe in our life to, to pray and say, God, would you show me maybe areas of my life that maybe I'm not walking in what is right? Well, I hope this has been helpful uh, for you. I know it's been helpful for me to walk through this, and my prayer is, is that you and I would would walk and do what is right and trust in Christ to be our righteousness, and that would guard us against the attacks of the enemy in our life. So I want to thank you for joining us on Quick Truth and look forward to seeing you next week. <laughs>